Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sophisticated Property Investing podcast with myself, Frank Flegg, and my wonderful guest here today, Nikechi. Nikechi, welcome to the EPP podcast. Thank you, Frank. It's great to have you. Our audience, which is growing massively, if this is your first episode, guys, on the Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast, welcome to you. I cannot believe how many new subscribers we're getting every week now. So Nikechi, after this, you're going to be famous, just so you know. (laughs) So those of you that are regular listeners, and I know some of you come on board and then go back and listen to the whole back catalogue, which is incredible given that we have so many episodes now, none of you would have even heard heard of Nikechi. She's a relatively new partner with EPP. Nikechi, could you bring us up to date with your experience in property and how you found EPP so far? I was kind of a traditional property investor. The journey started quite a long time ago, but we haven't really made as much progress as we would have liked. So we started believing, oh gosh, 1997. We were kind of accidental landlords, basically. We couldn't sell our flat, rented it out, bought a house, then moved from that one, rented that one out. That's basically our property journey. I joined EPP in December last year. So what's um, that? Six months or so? Yeah, about yeah. six months. Yeah, but my my membership actually probably started in January because because of you know Christmas uh, holidays and everything. Not much happened, so we brought it forward to January. So officially from January, I've been with EPP. I saw the advert in um, the Residential Landlords Association magazine. I was intrigued. Probably was attracted by you know the caption. If your property portfolio is not making you hundred grand a year, you need to come and see us. <laughs> I remember. Remember that advert, yeah. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm intrigued now. So then I went off to the first training. Yeah, signed up on the day, yeah. Awesome. And so you will have done your four-month trial and have come to the end of that and have started your journey as a EPP partner, your five-year franchise. What I always love to do on these podcasts, Nikechi, is to really dig down and peel back a few layers of the onion in terms of that journey. Because in my experience, I can remember very clearly being in this boat. I had a thirst. I'm going back about 15 years now, maybe 16 years. I was a secondary school science teacher. I had a thirst for wanting to invest in property. And I thought that I didn't have enough knowledge. But actually, what I realized over time, and it took quite a few years, is you can have all the knowledge in the world, but it's the other stuff that is the difference between being successful in property or, or not. And one thing I want to say to you, Nikechi, is regardless of how much knowledge you had when you started, I knew that you'd be successful. And the reason I knew is because of your approach to your business. And it's such a hard thing to describe. And you might think, oh, Frank's just being kind because he's on the podcast. And those of you that listen normally, I'm not always nice to people on the podcast, just so you know. (laughs) In fact, were you on the webinar on Monday this week? I was, I was. (laughs) And there was a a brand new member, not even a partner. So he was in his first four um, months. In fact, I think he said he was three or four weeks in. 
in afterwards i had a chat with amanda and pauline and they said yeah you were really hard on him frank yeah, so. I, said that to, I said that to my husband as well <laughs> <laughs> the, the trouble is nikechi i get so passionate about people getting results it comes from a position of love you know it comes from a position of wanting to support every single person in the epp family to succeed and so when i say i could tell from the start that you were going to succeed and for those of you listening what happened on monday was brand new member been going three or four weeks came up with a question and the question was I've got a deal. What do I do next? The system hadn't been followed. And I said, look, you're brand new. Don't worry about it. But what you should have done is this and this and this and this. So this question should never arise because you should never be in this situation. And and I was just quite blunt about it. Uh, my passion sometimes comes across as bluntness. And I saw the guy's face drop a bit. And so one of, I forget who it was, I think it was Amanda gave him a call the ne- the, the, later that afternoon and said, you know, Frank's not having a go at you. He's wanting to support you. But you know, how do you feel about it? And to be fair, he said, um, it was hard at the time, but I understand that actually the advice is going to get me where I want to go. And you won't know this, Nikechi, but he's since decided to come on board as a franchisee. So it didn't put him off too much at all. That so uh, <laughs> absolutely. But it, to be fair, he had, I think it was two telephone fact finds in his first four weeks, which is amazing. So Nikechi, you have a fantastic attitude. You have hit the ground running in terms of following the system. So you came in with one flat, is that right? From 1997, you had one flat? We bought uh, a few more. I think in total, we bought four properties in our names. Fast forward 2017, we had the opportunity to collaborate with um, colleagues from work. I'm still working full time, by the way. This is my lunch hour in case anybody's listening. (laughs) 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 We had an opportunity to collaborate with some friends to set up a limited company. And in that limited company, we bought three properties. But that got me thinking, watch my accountant said, "Mm, it's it's good to have joint venture with friends and all that but that he thought it'd be a good idea for Ugo and I to that Ugo is my husband by the way if I keep mentioning Ugo to have our own company as well so on the back of that we set up another limited liability company and bought two properties in that one so altogether we had six properties four in our names two in a limited liability company but then a couple of years ago we I don't know if it was a bold or foolish step. We we took everything into the um, limited liability company that Uga and I have got. So we've got six properties in limited liability company just for the tax purposes. We were so scared when they were kept talking about, you know, the fact that we're going to be paying a lot of money in tax. So at the moment, we've got six properties in one limited liability company and three properties in another limited liability company that we're collaborating with three other friends. So altogether, there's five of us in that company. I see. I'm trying to work this out. So you've got six properties between yourself and Ogo, your husband, and over 25 years plus I think you've got two fifths of three properties. I can't, my maths isn't good enough, but there we go. I think that's what you've got. So call it seven properties uh, for argument's sake over 25 years. Great. 
how has your journey been? So we're recording this first week in July and you said you started in January actually taking action. So that's six full months. How has that sped up over the last six months? I was very excited to be honest when I joined, you know, I was looking at Amanda and Pauline's face when I went for my business um, strategy meeting. I, I was thinking that probably thinking I'm just too excited, you know, and they're probably, you know, thinking, okay, that's, you know, quite a bit of work. But I did know in my mind that there would be some, well, there would be some work involved. And yes, there has been a lot of work involved, but I've had support all the way through. Um, had fantastic Madi as my um, coach. So I had weekly catch-ups, set, you know, target tasks for me to perform. So I've, you know, had to organize a little bit of time too, because I'd never done anything like that before, you know, organize the leaflets, those are kind of brand new stuff for me, you know, do all the PA, set the systems, in, really. Once all those were in place, the marketing started and I've had quite a few phone calls, you know, <laughs> I mean, the first few TFFs were horrendous, you know, I, had, I struggled with them. <laughs> um, it's anything new though, isn't it, Nikechi? <laughs> you know, everything takes longer when it's brand new. Every think is scarier when it's brand new but also you're working full-time in a very demanding role and so you know something that someone full-time could bang out in a week is going to take you two or three weeks because you you've got to keep jumping into the day job so um I wouldn't beat yourself up so the first few TFFs were less than perfect <laughs> well not sure they're still perfect but yes it is, they're getting better but definitely the first few actually I thought I don't even know I was so scared sometimes then I pick up the phone I'm wondering you know who's at the other end of the line and sometimes people come out you know come across quite aggressive why should I you know give you my property at this price and all that I was like oh gosh you know it's like it's your choice actually but anyway once I got into the flow you know I I started kind of enjoying the journey because I think one of the things that, you know, we're told a lot of the time in the partnership is to enjoy the journey as you go along. So um, I started looking forward to getting my TFFs. Fast forward, end of April, I signed my first deal. Um, I haven't completed it yet. I was hoping to by now, but I signed my first deal at the end of April. Then, I don't know if it was a week or two later, I signed my second deal. Very exciting. So that kind of like, ooh, you know, <laughs> made me just feel, ooh, wow, it's working. This is the is working. This is the is working. <laughs> <laughs> I love your excitement. <laughs> it is that realization that, oh my goodness, this is working now. That, that's fantastic. Just to reassure you, the <laughs> telephone fact you never know what you're going to get it always astounds me that someone phones you to say please will you make an offer on my house yeah so you make an offer on the house and then and they then say what? how dare you offer on my house <laughs> you know well <laughs> you haven't got a price on it so I'm giving you an offer yeah like you said you don't have to sell to me <laughs> it's funny it's funny but the good news is you don't spend very long with those people because you rapidly uh, work out that our service isn't for them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But to be fair, the majority, you know, have been really quite, you know, cordial. You know, you end up wishing them well on their journey and they said, hey, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah. So those kind of make my day. It's the odd ones here and there that, you know, really you want to get off the phone quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Go and grab a glass of wine, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, the funny thing, the ones where you have that friendly call, your relationship as time goes by I'm always surprised how many of those come back 
you know, you think, oh, it's never going to work. And of course, the majority don't work. The majority of people you speak to don't work, you know, but it's a self-selection process, isn't it? We're helping them to identify themselves as to who we can help. But the odd one comes back that where they've said no, because something sometimes happens in their background or in their life. And, and then they think, oh, that now would let me look up that Nketchi woman. I had a lovely conversation with her, you know. So the other thing I wanted to reassure you about um, was if you signed one up on the 30th of April, that's about nine weeks ago that's not unusual in the current climate and I know one of your questions has been you know how can we do it faster at the moment if a vendor is wanting a price that is sufficiently high to require us to go and get external lending that is how long a lot of transactions are taking not all of them some of them are faster but yeah I wouldn't beat yourself up about that it's just a case of keeping in communication with the vendors you know making sure their situation is stable and and tenable and and it will drop through when it does. Actually, you know, we have actually been kind of quite ready to proceed with this one, even though it's a cash purchase that required. Um, oh, you're buying this on cash. Yeah. So yeah. What, I've, I've, I've oh, just... it is the vendor. Yeah, it is the vendor situation. So um, the property was inherited from the late mom. 2020 but he didn't know you know to do probate or anything like that it was actually when i got involved to buy the property i mean i kept asking has probate been done he said oh, i don't know i think so <laughs> i think sure. i think if the um if the vendor says i don't know that's a pretty sure it's a sign that it hasn't been started yet <laughs> exactly so it, it is now you know that we actually that i managed to get him to you know go and get the deeds from the solicitors send it to his solicitor it, it's, it's looking like we're gonna need to do probate bit to be honest you know but hopefully we will resolve it i've been keeping in touch with him i think we're probably best friends now he calls me <laughs> that's excellent <laughs> you, know what? you know so yeah we, we talk regularly and as you say you mentioned something you know about helping the vendors and i've really experienced that with this particular deal he had an environmental health notice issued on the property and so he kind of called me in a panic wow, wow. did he have tenants in the property he lives in the property, but it is kind of like a hoarder's property, so it's full of stuff. So um, Environmental Health have issued, you know, they issued a notice, and then they were literally wanting to come and do the work themselves, recharge him, which, you know, he panicked and said he couldn't afford that. So I said, don't worry, I'll take care of that. So I kind of got involved and liaised with the council, you know, told them property was sold, sent a memorandum of sale. You know, they then called me back and said, okay, we're withdrawing the notice. So then he called me the next day and said, yeah, he, she called me, the, the lady from the council and said, they've withdrawn, everything is fine now. <laughs> you know, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to hear that. So, yeah. Um, Absolutely. What a service you've done him there in terms of you know taking the stress yeah they were gonna charge him 4k so he said i don't have that money i said i know don't worry you know we'll get, we'll get it sorted <laughs> you know yeah no it has been yeah so i have got everything around it i'll discuss it with pauline later on how we can move forward yeah um excellent excellent so what are the numbers on that transaction the catchy for you it'd be great for the the guys listening to understand the deal a bit so the value is about 150 but really that's because of the condition it's in when i looked at the properties on that road i think the lease value there was i think 220 so if the property is done up it could face as much as 240 250 what the vendor is getting he actually asked for 100k but offered 95 he, he accepted he said oh but he was really pleased with that so the vendor is getting 95 000. i've taken my builder there so he's 
looked at it, structurally sound, everything. So he worked up what it's going to cost us to renovate it. Uh, he said it will be 20 to 22, but I've kind of budgeted 25. Yeah, very, very wise. Very wise, Nagechi. We've got 95 and 25 is 120K. And you're expecting this to value it between 240 and 250 once you've done the works? Wow. So that's that's a doubling of your money, basically. That's incredible. So you've got at least 100,000 in that. And of course, you can refinance, take out probably 150 or so on that. Are you going to keep it or are you going to sell it on? I want to sell it on because it's in the beautiful, beautiful part of the um, town or village or whatever. It is lovely. It will rent well, but I think it will make better sense to sell it and get all my money out, you know, to, you know, go and do more deals. Do you know, in the current climate, and none of us have got a crystal ball, uh, one of my mentors once said to me, the market, I can make a prediction for you. And I got, I got my pad out and my pen. And I was like, oh, great. He said, there's going to be a recession. And I was like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. And he said, and then there's going to be a boom. And after that, there's going to be another recession. And and I was like, oh, you mean it's a property cycle? He said, yes, yes, it's a property cycle. I was like, oh, I got all excited. But he said, yeah, but don't be disappointed. We know this is going to happen. He said, like in all seriousness, we know it's going to happen. And he said, people try and time the market. But he said, so long as you keep investing, as though there is going to be a crash at some point or there is going to be a boom, but you don't mind if it takes ages, you'll be absolutely fine. For me, Nikechi, we are well overdue, and you know this, I'm I'm talking for, for the guys listening, we are well overdue a market correction. Now, in fact, I think technically we're in a recession now. One would expect the housing market then to go into a plateau or even a decrease in prices. No one can guarantee it. But Here's the thing. You've got a property that could sit in your portfolio, but you're preferring to sell. You're putting £120,000 cash into it. So if we're due a correction, that's when we're going to make most money. You make your money when you buy properties, not when you sell them. So if you've got this, and you've done an amazing deal, by the way, to get you know a property that's going to be worth 240 250 for one 20 after works picking out for 95 is incredible so congratulations and this is the important bit you've helped the vendor you've taken all that stress away you know you're you're holding his hand through probate which is incredible oh and Um, i helped him to apply for passports as well did you really wow how did that come about well, I said, I don't have a passport and my driver's license. It was taken off him 10 years ago, you know, he, he lost it, you know. So I said, okay, I can help, you know. Then he was kind of, you know, saying, oh, it's going to cost a bit more, a lot of money that he wanted to renew the driver's license. His health is not that good. So I said, well, it, it might be more challenging to do the driver's one. Let's do a passport. So, yeah. That is so nice of you. And the thing is, for a £120,000 profit, you don't mind sitting and filling in some forms with him and doing his passport application. And there are people out there that say that's, you know, that's cheating. That's, you know, ripping him off, etc. You know, how dare you make all that money? But at the end of the day, there's no one else willing to do it. No one else is willing to sort out his passport with him. No one else is willing to stop the environmental health notice and negotiate with the council on his behalf. Because if there were loads of people willing to do it, he wouldn't have to pay as much because there'd be competition for it. But you're giving him a five star 
service that's not achievable anywhere else. And you can't do that for 50 people at the same time. You're probably finding it now with just two that you're thinking, yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's twice as busy as it was last month. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so coming back to what I was saying about the property cycle, Nikechi, having that £240,000 in your bank account ready to go for your next deals could be amazing for you because if we do see a drop later on this year start of 2023 you're going to be sat there with a load of money and you're going to be able to really buy uh, aggressively which is fantastic because when the market does change it generally changes very quickly the buyers go running to the hills the sellers still need to sell a lot of them need to sell and so prices come tumbling. Banks get really nervous, so they down value, which means that prices come down even lower. So it could be amazing for you, but here's what people in your situation mustn't do. They mustn't stop buying. So when you've got that quarter of a million pound in your bank and the next deal comes along, what you mustn't do is go, well... I'm going to wait because there might be a better one next week because you could wait and wait and wait for the next five years and the market keeps going up because no one's got a crystal ball. And so, and that's the beauty of sophisticated property investing. You know, if another one like this came up the week after this one completes, well, you're going to buy it all day long, aren't you? You know, so my my next deal is kind of similar, but slightly different. Let's keep it brief on this one. Um, What, um, um, how are you buying it? Are you getting lending? Are you buying it cash? How are you doing this one? Yeah, the second one, we, we're doing that cash as well. Purchase price is 80, but the vendor is getting 35. Again, that's what she actually, you know, wanted. Um, but property is £35,000 for what? Yeah. What is it? It's a two bed, two up down. How two do bed say? terrace. Wow. Yeah, two, two bed two terrace, but it needs a lot of work. Yeah, it, it needs about 35000 worth. up. Work. doing on it okay so yeah, it's going to cost you 70 yeah. and what's it exactly. worth when it's all finished it'll probably be worth about 100k okay cool well that uh, you'll be able to refinance to get all your money out which is fantastic yeah, yeah that one i'm gonna and, rent out oh awesome and what will that make you a month in profit after all expenses yeah no about 550 so you've got just over 300 pounds a month there that is a fantastic deal coming in isn't it all you need is a few more of those nakechi exactly what's your goal for the next 12 months is six properties six properties excellent i think i think you can achieve that and it it sounds low by epp standards but when you've got a full-time job you just don't have the same time you know don't mention your gold mine area but how far a journey is it you know how long a drive is it for you two hours and 45 minutes yeah so that's a fair old um drive to do after work of an evening or on a Saturday morning when you're uh, when you've uh, got a weekend and those of you listening if you think that that cool why can't Frank share where Nikechi's investing um, I used to be really generous and tell everyone where everyone's investing until we've had a few people that I kid you not have come on our courses to take our leaflet so they've got a exact copy of our leaflet oh my goodness that's that doing and then have gone to people's goldmine areas that we've talked about on the podcast and started leafleting like on their like their own one one of the uh, partners got our leaflet through his door oh my word i know how cheeky so we just have to be a little bit uh cautious now sadly it is bad you know that people can't uh, plow their own furrow or pay for the support that we're clearly giving <laughs> exactly you know and uh, 
No, my journey has been, you know, so far so good, to be honest. Um, I think the support is just what's made the difference. Because I've been to training. There was one I went to in central London, this hotel. Three days, I don't know what they call it, masterclass or something like that. It was good. You got you walked away with the booklet and then got sent a load of stuff by email, you know, to download. But then I kind of religiously downloaded them. I don't know. I haven't done anything with this. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can put my hand up and say I've done that on way too many courses. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this you're accountable. You know, to somebody. You know, you take responsibility. You know what you're doing. You know. So for me, I think I found the focus sheet um, quite helpful. So at least I know what I'm doing each week. So, Just to have yeah. those five bullet points of this makes this next week successful for me. It's an easy way of going, yeah, I've had a good week. I did those five things. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. And I just I think that the partnership itself, just the atmosphere, you know, it's almost like, you know, people it was very open and share, you know, able to share their experience and just very warm. That, that's what I kind of attracted me in when I came first time. I thought it's a good environment. Um, and yes, and you do tell us off, you know, you do. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me out to be the bad guy. <laughs> you do, you know, and sometimes I go, oh gosh, Frank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I suppose, yeah. Because I want you to succeed. I want all of our partners to succeed. Absolutely. And, um, and live the lives that they uh, they want for themselves really yeah I want to highlight something for you Nick Ketchy because what you've just described it's one of my uh, frequent questions on the podcast actually is so what's made the difference you know you did seven properties in 25 years and now you've done two properties in six months what's made the difference and you've just talked through it you've talked about you know being part of a family where everyone's everyone's on the same journey having that regular support from your property coach who herself is a successful investor who's walked that walk and is walking that walk right now as well as the accountability and the support and the funny thing you've not said and no one ever says this is the knowledge because of course the knowledge is critical but you could have had all that knowledge on that last course you did but it's it's taking action 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 you need day yeah. and that's it it's not yeah. one off action it's not one day it's not one week it's not... you need to be consistent exactly and then if you're taking consistent action for example in marketing you then when you get the leads or you get the uh, inquiries it's then knowing what to do with them. And then you get a sign up and it's knowing what to do with that sign up because as we've established, they're not all the same. They're, they could be quite different. Yeah, I, I just think the way in which you've come on board and catch in the way that you've really bought into your business and, and, and making this work for you. I've, I've just totted it up and I want to share this with you. You did seven deals in 25 years. You've done two deals in six months, albeit they haven't completed, but you know, sign them up and they're going through. If you continue at that rate, you will do four deals this year. Now I know your goal is to do six. And of course, that's the first six months. So you'll get faster and faster. But even if you don't speed up at all, you will do a hundred more deals in the next 25 years. <laughs> and that's that, that will definitely be my aim. Yes, indeed. And, and that's it. And I can hear it in your voice, the excitement, but that's not 
hocus pocus that's not picking a figure out of the air that's what you've done in the last six months if you do that for the next 24 and a half years that's what you're going to um achieve which is yeah absolutely amazing and i'm i'm so pleased for you Nikechi, because that's going to get you to your goals of financial freedom your goals of retiring when you want to retire with the income that you want and and at the end of the day that means you're going to spend the time that you want at the age that you want that's the important bit with with your family so oh, i'm delighted Nikechi, it's been lovely chatting i love your challenge when we have our monthly training days and monday morning webinars <laughs> Nikechi, lovely to chat. I'm delighted with your success and long may it continue. Thank you so much, Frank. You take care of yourself. Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment.